0: Hi everybody, it's the Week in the Tackle Podcast Extra. Did we decide on what comes after the colon? We did ask questions, but on Friday's Grumpy Pundits, it's it's Renny and Dunny take America. But maybe this should be Renny and Dunny take America again, or Renny and Dunny take America from behind, or Renny and Dunny take America Se- secret. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think of something and we'll get back to you. I'm Tom Rennie. That's Brian Dunseth. How are you, mate? All right.
1: I yeah, I was I, I'm I was good and then I got a little bit nervous for myself and for you and for most importantly that king guy. Sorry Tim. Tim Horsey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: right See, off the bat. People don't know this but what well, they some do. We just recorded Grumpy Punisher. We just done a live show on Friday and there was a halfway through point Danny gets a very very early mountain time to do these shows, right? disrespectfully early in many ways you know it, it's, it's getting in time not getting up time i don't know how you do it you're incredible um but then i said to him at some point during the first hour you, you seem a bit low energy today you need some espresso because tim and i we are mm. guzzling the caffeine during these yep. programs and you went out for a, a tablet what was the tablet you had a green
1: tea pill i went and grabbed a green tea pill wife brought down a, a black coffee and i was
0: flying within about 15 minutes because you still seem quite buzzy. You still oh, seem yeah. like you're super yeah. energetic and up for it. Yeah. You seem like when someone ran a Jaffa cake on to Rio Ferdinand and he took it out of his like, shin pads and ate it. You're like Jaffa cake yum, 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 yum.
1: Yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm ready. We're going to do the Week in the Tackle podcast, our little tidbits, our Friday tidbits. We're going to have some fun. And then I am literally going to pack up my truck, go grab the trailer, and we're heading to Bear Lake for a couple of days. But I'm still driving back down on Sunday. We're going to record Week in the Tackle. I'm going to go call the LAFC-Real Salt Lake game. I'm going to drive myself back up and then I'll come back down on Monday. So
0: You're too busy. That's I got a lot busy. of stuff
1: happening. A lot of stuff. What are you we, we, What are you doing at the lake?
0: Are you fishing?
1: No, it's like a, a group of friends. Well, we'll paddleboard. We got paddleboards. We'll probably do some fishing. Uh, it's a group of friends we go up kind of every Labor Day weekend and kind of hang out with. So uh, we weren't gonna go, and then I got the message from my wife, like, "Hey, I think I want to go." And then I had to call and I had to get the get the trailer picked up and all this stuff. So it's a process, Renny. I'm ready to go because you guys shamed me into not having enough energy. I'm ready. I'm wired. Yes. Let's have some. Fun. You are Josh? You're so pumped. Where's Josh the bouncer?
0: Um, He's probably outside Lloyd's in Witherspoons, where I'll be forever because you're never going to amount to anything, <laughs> Josh, you loser. Um, And that goes to all bouncers. You should be uh there for our protection, not our prevention of uh, a nice night out. That's something you're going to hear later during tidbits, which we've already recorded uh, from Grumpy Pundits. Um, are you, are you camping? Are you a camper? Do you like to camp? I, I like to camp. I like to tent camp. I've heard I actually... you like to pitch a tent.
1: I do do enjoy the pinching a tent. Um not pinching or pinching, pinching a tent. Pinching, Don't pinching.
0: pinch the tent. No, if you no, do that, the bruising could be savage. It's an Don't owie. Don't do it. It's an owie.
1: Um I I there's two it's things I enjoy. Owie. Well, three three things. I enjoy the like hiking in and camping. Yes. I also like tent camping. I also like hiking in and hammocking. Um oh. and then yeah, and then I I like the trailer. Like we we have a trailer because there's five of us now and we did one one excursion where it got really really cold like exceptionally cold like dangerously cold and so my wife and i finally ponied up and we, get, we got a trailer so we've been we've been doing little camping trips but it's uh the the, the problem with buying a trailer a depreciating asset let's start there it's kind of like a boat but on top of that are you sleeping changed, in the trailer are you oh, sleeping no, no, in the yeah, trailer yeah.
0: it's a it's a, pro, it's a winnebago like because when you said trailer. trailer i assumed you meant like something where you put your stuff on the back of the car
1: no, 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 no. No. This is like a proper trailer. You've got like the trailer hitch. You put the trailer on, you drive it up the canyon, spend extraordinary amounts of money, burn gas all the way up, uh, park it. We we do we do something um so we, we can do water hookup and electricity hookup. Uh, or we call so it you're not boon- camping, are you? You're just taking a little house. Well, basically, Um, but you, you can also boondock, where you have a generator and you can plug it in. We have solar panels on top, and so you you can what? you can survive off the off the
0: grid. Yeah, we got all. I'll send you a picture of it. When people say camping, I assume it's going to be like a little sheet, like a and you're going to be yeah. yes, yes. Yep. That well, that's no, we, camping. We do that. You pitch no. a tent when you camp. Otherwise, you're just driving a van to a field.
1: So we do that. We do, I mean, yeah, we we do do that. I'm not I'm not you know. We, we do do that, but when we go for multiple days, when it's like a three or four day thing, mm-hmm. then we have the trailer. So I like to go with my, when, when my wife's with me, we do the trailer when it's just me and the boys. I have three boys, 13 and a half, 10 or 13, 10 and a half, four and a half. We'll just take our sleeping bags. We'll, you know, get the tent up and we'll do that. We we have fun but oh we're going to have we, some smores are you smoring oh we'll definitely shmore it we'll play some oh. cornhole we'll shmore it we'll drink out a couple alcohol beverages last time we went in the the wives the moms got on paddleboards in the middle of the night after a, a few too many beverages and there we fell go. into the water which was here we go where did really, it end really up you
0: will get back in the winnebago everyone's drying uh, off awkward, who's keys are these awkward awkward Uh,
1: but no, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. It's a fun time out there.
0: Another question for you before we do the question from listeners. When you played, were you a like a pill man or like a sugar man? You know, when you were got into the 70th minute and it was at the deep stretch of the game and it was before Mm. five subs. So the players had to do a full day's work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you ever have like a pro plus or anything like that? No,
1: I I was never, yeah, I was never, I was never into that. uh, We have, you know, we do like Gatorade or Powerade. It wasn't until I got to England and when we were going over there quite a bit with the under 20 national team, the, under 23 team we we're staying in manchester that i got my first um my, my first uh exposure to lucas Ooh, oh that stuff's terrible that oh was, yeah
0: that's terrible i mean it's uh well we would say oh, aid, lucas aid but also Luck- it a lot of people use it for a hangover lucas aid my mother Bad swears by lucas aid on a hangover lucas aid it. in an egg sandwich and hmm. uh neglect of her son she swears by those three things <laughs> Um, the, the third In what one was a joke. In The what third order? one. The third. She, 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 she was very good at times. Tommy, um, shut your mouth. Me head that, my head hurts. my mother's, not Brendan Rogers Why? Oh, I'm starting to notice your impressions are all pretty much the same no. thing. Tommy, shut your mouth. My head hurts. It's actually pretty good. Pretty good. But it's a, it's a, it's a killer. It's a killer. Luca, Luca's aid is a tremendous hangover cure, okay. by all accounts. I, I prefer an iron brew. Okay. And I, I'm an avid iron brew drinker, but the sugary iron brew, they had to take the sugar out of iron brew because they passed much. the sugar tax in England because oh, it had like 40 grams of sugar in the can. And I used to drink one of these one every day when I was in school, which explains the despicable taste of my back teeth and like the holes in them. They were just wasting away. I think you're limited now to like eight grams of sugar per drink.
1: Did you guys have jolt? Do you remember jolt cola? It like had like it had like a lightning bolt on it and it's like jolt cola. And it had I swear to God, I don't know if this is true. I swear to God, I'm not sure if it's true. Um it had like 60 grams of sugar. And it 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 was like it looked like a Dr. Pepper can. Yes. But it had like when you drank it, you were legit wired until you crashed like an hour later. But uh, we, we didn't have that, cola.
0: but I do remember, I may have told you this before, when I went to university, there was a wonderful pub called the Royal Pavilion Tavern, right by the Royal Pavilion in Brighton. Uh, Pav Tav, we used to call it because we're hmm. lads. And you used to be able to get, back before like the economy crashed and Brexit and stuff, you used to be able to get uh, a double vodka Red Bull. Oh, uh, But it wasn't Red Bull, it was like, uh, you know, like Jolt or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, two pounds.
1: For just two pounds.
0: For you're an 18 year old student, and it was yeah. two pounds for a double vodka Red Bull, and we would just annihilate these drinks. And yeah. I, you know, I, you know what, I am proud of it. F- it, sorry Tim, I am quite proud of it. It was a great time, and I don't feel bad about it even slightly. binge drinking is cool as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned when you're 18. So f- it. Sorry, Tim. Can, That's can, two. Can,
1: really quick. Can I tell you a quick story about that? Yeah, can uh, I, finish, can I just Rebel... finish this real quick? Can yeah, finish sorry, it real quick. sorry, sorry. So just, the only,
0: the only, just to build onto yours was that right. we used to go out and get super drunk on it. But the next day, I used to live in like a mixed dormitory. Uh, yeah. So we've got girls in our dorm. And you um, used to like, basically have to queue up for the toilet outside. And I'll never forget seeing my flatmate outside. And I was like, I won't say her name. I was like, you okay? Like, did you have a good time last night? I lost you about 11 o'clock. What happened? And she was like, whoa, 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 like <laughs> shaking. And I was like, what's the matter with you? And she was like, yeah. I drank too much Red Bull my entire body. Yeah. I won't she wouldn't stop like convulsing. Not yep. like like an epileptic fit or something. But like she was like I had she must have had. I said how many do you have? She was like well judging by I no, I must have had 10. Yeah. Which is like 20 vodkas. Uh but also that's about eight bottles of Red Bull. Yeah. And I just do not have eight bottles of Red Bull in your life.
1: So I I had a similar experience, but it wasn't me. It was my teammate. It was actually with Ray Hudson's Miami Fusion. It was Lazo Alavagna. We were in Chicago. We ended up winning in Chicago. We go out for partying time because we would stay the night, fly the next day. And it was Red Bull Vodkas. And he probably had six or seven of them after playing a game. Tom, we were laying in bed. It's two in the morning. He's just staring at the ceiling, holding his pillow, going, Dunny, 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 Dunny. Dunny, I'm like, yeah, Laza, what's up, bro? I'm trying to go to sleep. He's like, I think you're gonna have to take me to hospital. I think you're gonna have to take me to hospital. I think you're gonna have to take me to hospital. Dunny, 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 I'm like, what? what? Are you okay, bro? He goes, Nope, Nope, not good, not good, not good. I think you're gonna have to take me to hospital. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. I was like, What were you drinking? Because I'm a vodka soda guy, just straight yeah. simple vodka soda. He's like, Rebel vodka, Rebel vodka, Rebel vodka. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Like I had to call the trainer. Just to be like like what do we do and he's like he's gonna be fine he's just drunk (laughs) and he's just on red bull so people out there don't do red bull vodkas and if you do like don't do more
0: than two no don't be a numpty yeah tremendous i love that i love the fact like dad had to turn up and be like yeah it was the red bull just sit down it's gonna be fine bro Um, Should we do some listener questions? I have a few that were sent in last week. We might do this more on a Friday, get some listener questions to to build up to tidbits. We might have a chat as well. Who knows? Um, This one came in uh, before our recording on Monday. So there is a statue of Erling Haaland Mm. and it's in Norway somewhere. It's in Bern in Norway. It's a 50 foot statue uh, in Haaland's hometown of Bern, Norway. And it was built outside of a man's business. I link, I, you sent me a link to the story where I'm getting this from. And uh, the businessman, Tor Sivertson, spent 10,000 pounds £10, uh, for the statue uh, to salute Harland. The whole town thought it was ugly and it got nicked. <laughs> so the statue, this huge 50 foot statue, got nicked from outside it. And he went on to say the businessman, quote, I accept it may not to be to everyone's taste, but I like it. I think it's a work of art and it's not meant to be a realistic representation of Hurling Haaland. Yeah, it's 50 foot, mate. We got it. Yes. Um, it was made by a sculptor called Kietel Baran, who took a year to craft it from a 100-year-old log. Why am I telling you this? Well, the question that came in from Nick was, if you were to have a statue made of you, uh-huh. made from a 100 100- year year old log where would it be and what pose would you be in uh by the way i need to see
1: this but i have so many Not questions funded. about this I, w- I would love to know who stole it how they transported it and at what time in the middle of the night they took it or was the guy day drinking on vodka sodas and red bulls and
0: they and- think it was taken by beavers <laughs>
1: <laughs> the beavers they chomped it um i i would i would put it in my backyard what would my so okay Oh, that is a terrible statue. Yes, that is a terrible statue. I mean, it's incredible. Don't get me wrong, but that is ten a, grand. Ten grand. I mean, that, it really is. Like, it's a. Change your mind, haven't you? You change your mind, Miss sentence You like it? Yeah, artistic. I'm thinking about him with the like cutting it and sculpting it for wood. It's much better than the Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, yes, baby roof uh, picture <laughs> that was uh, at the at the airport. Oh, so. I, I, I did this thing, the very first goal for Real Salt Lake at home, I planted the flag, like this is yes. here, like th-. so that would be like the moment. Oh, you scored the I, header, I, right? You I, the do, header yeah. and you got the flag, yes. I do the planting the flag thing, that's just for me, that's what I would do. What, what about you? What would be yours?
0: Oh, I would have a picture of me downing a vodka Red Bull outside the Royal Pavilion Tavern in Brighton. Mm. <laughs> that's how I'd be remembered. You know what just I would want? With my wonderful long hair, yeah. and my flared jeans, and my one shirt that I wore every day, and I'd be downing a vodka Red Bull, probably next to a shivering flatmate. Mm. On a sugar high. That's see, I, I, I,
1: I would, I would suggest, I would throw another offer up on the table. Oh, the picture of you tasting a s'more for the very first time.
0: <laughs> yes, I'd like that to be in your front garden. <laughs> I'd like that to be made next to your front door, yeah. so every time you open the door, it's the first thing you see in the morning. It, That's what I'd like.
1: You know, what would happen? My grass would be specta It would be the opposite of Southampton's football field, um, because the crows will not be chasing what were we calling those 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 bugs that they were dropping off oh i've
0: i can't find it you now yeah the, it. The, the the bugs that were in the crows that ate the pitch the gingerbread men's pitch
1: on, on the pro, on the crows maybe we're
0: gonna t- find t- out later it was in tidbits so when Tid we play bits, that people are tidbits, gonna get what that is tidbits. um introduce about some other listener questions i've got one or two others um they, some of them are football questions disappointingly <laughs> um but here's one bruce and matt both asked are leicester going to get relegated and if so will Brendan Rodgers be there at the end of the season? And if they do go down and he is there, what would he sound like?
1: (laughs) With all due respect, I'd like to tell Top and his men that they can f off.
0: Sorry, sorry, Tim,
1: Tim. for not backing me in the summer transfer window. I tried to tell him. Uh, No, well, yeah, there's a very good chance they get relegated, I think. No, Brendan Rodgers will not be the manager if they get relegated because they will sack him long before. If there's yeah. a chance for Brendan Rodgers to be sacked, I would assume that sacking takes place pre-World Cup, which gives them enough time to put a new manager in place before the, re. are we going to call it Project Restart? Uh, Qatar Restart um, happens mm. in January.
0: I had a question that came in on Thursday's show, actually, that Tommy Smith and I do on Grumpy Pundits. I do this thing called Tom v. American Sports, mm. which highlights my incredible incompetence at you know, locations and nicknames American, of American sports teams. Uh, the question was, do you think the other Grumps, was the question, could do Tom v. American Sport? Because Tim's going to do one for me where I give him cricket teams. He's oh, got to oh. tell if they're real or not. Because people never go at me for not knowing where, like, Seattle is. But, okay, where's Gloucester, you prick? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's very frustrating to me. Uh, <laughs> quite funny, but also <laughs> I, I keep I keep throwing West that Coast. back at people. West Coast, yeah. I think if we did a Tom V American Sports with you, maybe on a forthcoming Grumpy Pundits, that you'd you'd be as bad as me. No. You think, you'd be able to, you think you'd be able to tell the difference between, like, real and fake teams in America? 100%. Do you, Well, you said hundred percent. Now, let's, yeah. Let's let's do, let's do a ten for a show coming up and see Kay. if let's, because maybe don't listen to other shows because we can't get Tim to make up even more stuff. He works very hard. He he produces shows on his own. But maybe yeah. let's do a Danny for American Sports or well, j- like Just
1: that. so you know, just so you know, just yes. let, let me let me warn you. Yes. While I don't pay attention to a majority of American sports now because I have kids and obviously my focus, financial focus, professional focus is is soccer and football. Mm. I legitimately played every sport available growing up. Yes. So,
0: yeah. but America is massive and the team Man. names sometimes are so bizarre. That well, the the like, fake like, ones. Like, what well, we could do, what Dunny the European of, sports.
1: Uh, that'll be, yeah. Like, when you, when you guys are like, if you were in here, so, like, are the gingerbread
0: like, men a real team? No. They are. Oh, no. for what? We sport? spoke about them on tippets. What, what sport? Soccerino. <laughs> Soccorino, buddy, the old, <laughs> the old socorino They are, they are, um, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Gr- Grantham uh, Town, Grantham uh, Town FC from the Northern yeah. Premier League East. Okay. Took <laughs> on Workshop Town. They're the team that had the crows yeah. covered in chafer grubs. The Gingerbread Man. The Gingerbread Man. <laughs> So now we should do Tom. Let's do it. Let's do Danny for European sports. Okay, yeah. let's let's not do the American sports because okay. you'll win and that'll be annoying. <laughs> um, other questions. Alexander Mitrovic. How good is he?
1: Very good. Very good.
0: Uh, a a player. Well, it's weird. We 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 tried to do
1: this thing where he's a championship player. Look at his goals there versus last time he was in the Premier League.
0: Who who and who is that? Who said that? That that was my Tom Rennie impression. <laughs> Your impression of my mother was better, to be honest. Of me.
1: <laughs> Tom, shut up. Me head hurts. <laughs> Mitrovic, fantastic player. He's getting the service. He's body bagging people. He's motivated. Yes. Um yeah, I, I think he's a fantastic goal scorer. Will it will it cool off? Absolutely. I think every guy outside of Erling Holland is going and Harry Kane, well, even Harry Kane, is going to cool off this season. But yeah, Mitrovic is going to be the main reason why fulham has a chance to stay up this season
0: yeah i think the amount of points they've got currently no team newly promoted with that amount of points has ever gone down so already mm-hmm. the odds are in their favor um that was from a movie what's that that's a movie, uh, or a book or something that, that was a reference to something i can't even remember i don't yeah, know what it, was, it, was it was the
1: the the bird the bird one uh hunger games hunger games yeah the
0: bird one may the odds forever be in your oh favorite. yeah yeah there we go anyway i'll
1: finish it i'll finish it for you
0: thanks buddy um that's enough questions the rest are about football <laughs> we, we cover it in the shows that we do another podcast coming on monday mm. we're going to record it on sunday because mm. it's labor day in america um hopefully every day soon in england will be labor day vote secure um do you want to give us a um intro into tidbits tidbits what do we do on tidbits today i don't know
2: It's time for Tidbits on Grumpy Pundits.
0: Oh, I've got to tell you this. I've got to tell you this. Grumpy Pundits, Sirius XMFC, uh, Rennie and Dunny take America. I was standing in a queue a couple of days ago, Danny, with Mrs. Rennie, and our, and our new baby was like eight weeks. And I, I, this song comes to me all the time, just at really? random points in the day. It just comes to me, right? Yeah, it's in my mind a lot, but like Woody's Roundup is going to be to everyone who listened to the last segment of the program, we were at a soft play, you know, like where it's all, you can send your toddler in and it's, so everything's made of like uh, rubber and stuff so oh, kids okay. can go in. Okay. Yeah. So they're called a soft play here, I don't know what they'd be yeah. called in America, and you, you give them a fiver and the kids go in, there's ball pits and everything's made yeah. of yeah. pillows and stuff, yada yada yada. Anyway, so my wife and I are there, we've got the newborn son there, there's mums and dads everywhere, it's a real family sort of day. Hmm. and uh, Mrs. Rennie was like, that's oh, really hot, and she took her cardigan off. <laughs> and so I started going, da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da! Because da. Da, 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 da. I just do this. This is what's kept our marriage alive, my tremendous yes, sense yeah. of humour. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, it's really funny. No one's going to know what happened. And genuinely, this is not like one of those uh, didn't happen of the year award things, but like three families turned around and were like, doing yeah it's a children's play you area it's not time for the stripper why are you seeing the stripper around all these children what's wrong with you freak get him out of here security yeah. we've got a perv it's not your kitchen get rid of him yes <laughs> This was not um, getting busy in the kitchen. This was taking our toddler to a soft play. You've mm. got to know when to play the stripper. Uh, we play it at the start of Tidbits. And, Danny, you're going to lead us off with Tidbits this week. Yeah, so
1: this weekend we, uh, at Real Salt Lake, sorry, Wednesday night, The well, in, in, in Major League Soccer as a whole, it's Kick Childhood Cancer Month. And so whether it's the yellow ball or the yellow jerseys or... Uh, these incredible children um, that are fighting the odds of cancer right now and doing such an incredible job walking out with the players in their respective markets and having this opportunity. So Real Salt Lake did this thing where as you walked into the state, well, first they asked fans, come with a teddy bear, you know, we're, we're going to throw it on the field when RSL scores a goal. Then they stood outside of the stadium, and they were handing out teddy bears as they walked in. So the hope was, and thankfully VAR didn't overturn, and Real Salt Lake scored a <laughs> goal, that when RSL scores a goal, everybody throw your teddy bear, launch it onto the field. And we've been promoting this for a couple of weeks now. So again, I played this Dunny Bingo thing because the Bears were involved. We did this whole push of, hey, throw your Bears on the field. Uh, the very first goal... Um, scored by Sergio Cordova, Venezuelan international. Great goal, by the way. Um, he scores the opening goal. And then this was the goal call that happened as the Bears are being flung onto the field. This was uh, David James and I on the call for Real Salt Lake.
2: Sergio Cordova bringing the Bears out onto the field. He scores for the fourth time in the last five games.
1: But we got. Sergio Cordova getting his eighth goal of the season. And just seven minutes in this match, Rio Tinto Stadium chucking those teddy bears. Now the question will be, and it'll be looked at, is he in an offside position? And listen, because we're not in a straight line, it looks like it's very, very close. But guess what? Check complete, goal confirmed, and Sergio Cordova. Picking up that hot dish at the back post. Benito's on the wrong side. Comes across Boxel. Nothing St. Clair can do about it. Skill check, size, strength, athleticism, and just canny ability to beat the goalkeeper after splitting two defenders.
0: What a fantastic start for Real Salt Lake. So I tell you... Oh, no, I, I love that. That. that was great. That was so good. So I love we the played... fact you ran out of bears after three, though. Well, <laughs> well that... so this is the part when of Duny you get Bingo. to ruck spin. Yeah, you, when you, you get to Ruxpin,
1: you're yeah. in trouble. You you only go downhill from there once you drop a Teddy Ruxpin uh, drop in the midst of a of a goal call. So we play the Dunny Bingo thing. I got four four of the Dunny Bingo words or sentences in that one call alone. So Matty Casey, Shinghicker Kicker on Twitter, he puts together all of the submissions into an auto-generated Dunny Bingo card. You can click on it. Then you sit at home. You listen for the words. You play along. You put the X on it, all these things. But this is kind of what I talk about, like the interaction. This is like a, more of a need for us to interact with the listeners and create this organic relationship with everybody that were, you know, like, for example, for you, Rennie, when I'm sending you messages or I'm tweeting at you while you're calling games for talk sports, specifically when you're calling Man United games, um, mm. I have a blast listening to you drop a Dunsethary in there or yes. take a shot at my United while name checking. Like, all of these are fun moments. So, yeah, that's my that's my first uh, anytime time that I feel like you can drop, um, you know, a Paddington, a Yogi and a Teddy Ruxpin in a broadcast. It's, uh, nice. it's kind of breaking that fourth wall.
0: I mean, it must have been a bit risk. I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic uh, initiative. And I saw the video of it a couple of days ago. And uh, there's got to be some concern though. the goal was going to be disallowed. What happens? What happens if the, the Salt Lake goal <laughs> was like at 6-1 down and it gets disallowed by VAR? Because yeah. it's still nice people that have brought teddy bears for, yeah. for sick children. But also, we're 6-1 down and I am not
1: happy. Yeah. Well, it, it, not even that. It was, what if we score the goal and VAR takes it off? And that was like a legitimate conversation Could you go down and I interview the manager, uh, Pablo Mestrani, beforehand. And then I kind of hang out and I wait to see the opposing team come in, say hello to the managers, say hello to the players, say hello to the referees, even though everyone thinks I hate referees. I just hold them accountable. Um, Mm. But it was one of those things where the staff, we were all kind of huddled with our Real Salt Lake staff and, uh, I was like, well, "What if VAR overturns it?" And like, well, we already have people. They they had they had the entire staff. Whether it was like field staff, whether it was like staff from the office, everyone was down on the field because they were ready to go run out with black trash bags to like collect the teddy bears, throw them in the black trash bags, get them off the field as quickly as possible, and stop um, whatever potential or at least minimize the the potential stop of play or the restart of play. Um, but we were. What if it around, was like, as
0: controversial as like Liverpool's winner against Newcastle, and no. everyone's got the ump, and someone someone doesn't throw a water bottle at Jurgen Klopp, they throw a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what well, happens then?
1: But see, it, the, here's a joke, right? Remember that Teddy Ruxpin nose, where you could break it? You could break it by putting your finger in its mouth. Oh, My I'm little sister broke like Teddy six Ruxpin of them. Now. You don't know this? Teddy, Ruxpin. I don't know the Teddy it Ruxpin. Used to I know, like, I know hi, what it looks like. Hi, I've never Ruxpin. held one. But I know so it you, from
0: like TV and movies, and like you it's used like to a be horror to film. Break doll. them.
1: And my little sister, who's ten years younger than me, used to stick her finger in Teddy Ruxpin's mouth, and it would break the mechan- Like the mechanical mouth would break because it's trying to talk. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and it's like it, she'd stick her finger in it, would break. And
0: my mom had to buy like four of them. And they oh were all yeah, like this is, I love this. It. I can just yeah. imagine. I can just imagine your mother. I can just imagine it saying, "Why are you making this a me problem?" Mm. Like, what this is a you problem is you breaking Teddy Ruxpin's nose, right? (laughs) But a me problem is me having to buy another Teddy Ruxpin. I I can just imagine the pure fury of that. Well, it would like freak the kids out because then all of a sudden
1: Teddy Ruxpin would kind of turn into Chucky. Because it would still be talking, but it ma- its mouth oh, yeah. wouldn't move. But then the eyes would move. Like you take the move. skin
0: away of yeah. these um, <laughs> no, uh, automated dolls. It's, oh, my Chucky God. Chucky and Chucky's so scary. Yeah, yeah. So scary. It's like what, um, whatever
1: happened to... Uh,
0: well, yeah. That's Baby Jane?
1: <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out.
0: What did happen? Um, lovely. I love that. I love that one. How many other bears could you name now if I put you under pressure? So what did you do there? Paddington, Ruxpin, and what was the other one? yeah uh, Yogi. Yogi, yeah. How yeah many... I think... So I put you under pressure now. It's about 30 seconds on the clock.
1: No, no, no. Don't do this. Don't do this. My how many scrambled. teddies?
0: How many teddies could you name? Uh, the quiz starts now. I, I can only... I'll
1: just go one. I'll do a family. Bernstein bears. That's that's the only one that comes to mind right now. Isn't it the Bernstein bears? Well, it depends. Are you English? Is it like Martinez? Martinez? What, what are we? Cucareja Or Cucarela? Yeah. Bernstein bears. Bernstein could bears. Could you name any other bears? N- under pressure, uh, name a bear. The... What? The rainbow bears. Rainbow bright. No, that's rainbow bright. No, I can't I'm...
0: Couldn't do do it. You haven't said
1: Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. That's a good shout.
0: Oh, do you know something really sad is happening uh, about Winnie the Pooh? So the copyright run out of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, no. So there's like a century. I think you get 100 years of copyright before it runs out. Sounds like Disneyland in in Orlando. uh, (laughs) And I I, I will say this because I think Winnie the Pooh is a treasured character. Uh, Some despicable people are making a horror film out of Winnie the Pooh, because now you can do what you want with the character. So we could do Winnie the Pooh as part of this program, because there's no copyright on it now. Um, So it's kind of owned by Disney, but they don't own the copyright. And so they're doing a horror film about Winnie the Pooh, and I just think, why? Like, what's wrong with your soul that you would do Hmm. this? I honestly hope the film... I honestly hope, like, the original negatives or whatever of the film just get destroyed. It doesn't happen. And I feel like if that's your creativity, um, there may be... You shouldn't be in filmmaking because you, just... you wouldn't even want to watch the trailer. I've seen the trailer. I saw oh, it, and I just oh, yeah. thought, "What's wrong with these people? What's wrong like with smoking them?
1: smoking and unfiltered Winnie, Winnie the
0: Pooh?" Smoking no, it's, and unfiltered. it's proper Stand... horrific. It's not oh, that. That no. would be quite Winnie the Pooh having a cigarette seems quite funny <laughs> to me. But um, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh being body? like Winnie the Pooh being like essentially Jason Voorhees or uh, Mike yeah. Myers is less funny to me. What
1: about Smokey the Bear? What What would
0: happen with Smokey the Bear? Oh, screw Smokey the Bear! I don't care <laughs> who he kills. Talking about. <laughs> You too
1: can prevent a forest fire.
0: We, I mean, we, but to be fair, we have like more British bears. We have mm. like, obviously, we have Paddington. Paddington. God bless yeah. him. Yeah. The best of the bears. Uh, we uh. have Aloysius the bear from Brideshead Revisited. Aloysius? Oh. Aloysius? Aloysius the bear it's, it's a kind of key character. It's Sebastian uh, Flight's Bear in the Evening War. Uh, How do you novel, spell that? Uh, Aloysius. Oh, you got me now. So, A L O Y. A L O Y S I U S? Sounds right, Aloysius. Okay. Gentle Ben, you've gotten, yeah, he was a real bear. We got big Ben. I know you got big Ben, too. (laughs) Hey, that's true. That's what the ladies say. Um, Let's move on to uh, a story I really like this week. I wanted to bring this to Tidbits because it just screamed it the moment Mm. I saw it. Now, the word used to describe a group of crows, so says the BBC website, is a murder and that word may also give a clue to the feelings of some grantham town staff towards the birds after they damaged their pitch to such an extent that monday's game in the north premier league east had to be cancelled against worksop town i wonder if anyone listening knows where worksop town is eh um well grantham town whose nickname is the gingerbreads uh, they had to pull the game uh, from the calendar because a murder of crows landed on the pitch, and the club have sent a video of this, and they've essentially decimated it. Like, I, I don't know the full number of the of the murder, but there's like it, it's enough, so it almost seems like a bulldozer has run through the pitch. Um, and there's such massive divots and massive holes um, that they couldn't play the game. The hmm. crows are called chafer grubs. They're a specific type of crow. And according to the Royal Horticultural Society website... Chafer grubs are the soil-dwelling larvae of chafer beetles. Depending on the species of chafer, they either feed on a decaying plant material or plant roots. Some, which are not garden problems, are found in the borders of compost and in heaps. They travel on the crows, land on the grass, and then the crows try and get them back in their mouths whilst the little insects are getting into the grass. And so essentially this became like a an Attenborough documentary and cancelled the... Uh, the gingerbreads game.
1: I, I, your, your description and the mental picture that I just put in is incredible. Like, Ka-ka, ka-ka, and like drops one onto the ground and he's scurrying yeah. to get in through the grass to hit the dirt to dig in and then the crows with those 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 terrible oh, savage the, oh.
0: massive as well crows are so much bigger than i thought they were I like, I in my crows. mind i think i think of ravens yeah but crows i saw a crow a couple of days ago sitting ominously outside my window uh, as i woke you. up and it was like it was about 40 centimetres. Like, it was enormous. going to pluck your an eyes out. An enormous crow. Yeah. It would peck your eyes out. Yeah. It, it would peck your eyes out. I I, hate I crows. found out, looking into this, in 2018, four pitches used for games in the Lincoln and District Sunday Football League had to be taken out of use mm. because of damage by crows. Mm. It's, it's, uh, it's an epidemic. Um, last season, Lincoln City, the League One side, um they actually use models of birds of prey yeah. to deter crows stick from attacking them the ground, their right? pitch. Yeah, yeah. So basically around their pitch they had like a a falcon and
1: eagle. Put... Do they not use like, like the things? wolves? Like out here they'll they'll put like like um coyote or wolf uh not wolves probably coyotes. The the little, they'll stick them in
0: the ground the little fake ones to deter the birds from landing. Yes, I, this is broadly what they've done here, but I suppose okay. because, I mean, do we have wolves in England? or Is it a is wolf culture? We have okay. a lot of foxes. Okay. I don't Fo- know if we'll we put have a wolves, fox. Yeah,
1: a little fox. A little fox.
0: But I think that the crow, I think a cr- I, if you put them into a fight, like yeah. Robot Wars, I actually think a crow could take a fox. Well, at
1: least we know now what's happening down at Southampton's pitch.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's the real problem. It's a murder of crows. It it's was all along. A- it's a murder of crows <laughs> carrying chafer grubs. Yeah, um, and the specific crows that are carrying the, the chafer grubs. There we go. Yeah, that's
1: a great oh, story. A bit, hey, actually, by, I got by the, the way, way did on. you see? Did you <laughs> see Gary? You, did you see Gary Cottrell jump out? Well, when Pierre Emerick Aubameyang jumps out of the band, Gary Cottrell's there. He's got the camera. He's ready to go. And it's not an Eric Ten Hogg situation where he can just drive away and ignore him. Uh, Aubameyang has to get out. He probably has to walk, I don't know, 40 yards, 50 yards to then get off the sidewalk and get into the building to finish up or do his medical, start his medical for Chelsea Football Club. Here's the problem that I have with this. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, whoever that numpty is in that tight white collar T-shirt that's a schmedium carrying his phone in front of you, you might want to have a word with him. Because this guy had no reason. I don't know if... like, If you need minders, which he obviously does right now because of what happened to him, I'm totally sympathetic and I think it's the worst situation as a father, as a husband. I couldn't ever imagine being home, someone breaking into your home and having the the, the, not only the physical violence but the psychological warfare that comes along with that afterwards. But this Mm. dude, it was a camera, it was Gary Cottrell, and he was just asking Pierre if he was happy about coming back. And it was literally a, 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 a ten second walk to his yeah. front door.
0: There's no, and you know, reason... Gary as well. Everyone knows Gary. G- Gary is a very well known reporter. Who will know Obama Yang. He's a famous face.
1: And no, there was no reason for this dude to put his hand all over the camera. The camera guys got to keep his shot, keep the two guys in there. He's walking backwards. He's got to judge not stepping in the bushes or you know stepping over a light or hitting a pole or you know falling tumbling down from behind, getting his legs caught up, hitting the stairs. This guy keeps put, acting like he's Timmy Toughnuts, keep putting his hand on, yeah. the, on, on the camera over and over as the camera guy's swiping his hand away. Like, I wanted the camera guy to wallop him. Like, stop yes. doing it. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like it's not that big of a deal. It's just Pierre Emerick Obama walking in. There's yeah. nobody else. We around. know There's who no it is. Issue. He's
0: got the microphone. It's... This is not Meghan Markle dating the wrong prince oh, and we caught it on camera. Oh boy. This is this is Aubameyang getting out of a car. There's no reason for you to do this. Did you know as well? I found out recently, and I don't know if it's true in this specific case, but I feel like it probably is. Most cameramen are freelance so yeah. not companies don't really have cameramen on staff some do yeah. some in some do, yeah. kind of cases but in general they're not so that guy out in the field would have been given a contract that day to take probably his own personal camera yeah more than likely into the field to do some work for sky or whomever else gary was working for at the time so this guy has got maybe a 20 grand camera on him yeah filming in high definition linked up to a microphone and he's, gonna, he's selling his wares, but his livelihood's on his shoulder. And some just utter knob wannabe bouncer hmm. is putting his hand all over the lens and doing serious, serious damage to it. Well, like, that's not going to come out of a Bammyang's pocket, is it? Like, it just he it, it was just a bouncer. I, I, I assume they're called bouncers in America as well. Like, like there is a reason. Mine when when it, I go it, to, yeah. like, bars now, and it's because I'm a bit older, but when I go to bars or pubs or whatever, if I see a bouncer on the door, I just don't want to go in there. Same. Because... Same. They ruin the evening, these people. Yeah. They Bouncers, if you're a bouncer... Give me the, your idea. Yeah, ID. the idea is that you're kind of there, but you're not a presence. Like, yeah. I shouldn't feel like when I'm going into a bar that I'm entering, like, Strange Ways Prison. It sh- <laughs> it's a nice event. I'm coming for a nice time, and, like... I've had them them say to you, oh, you're too drunk. And it's like, yeah, I've been in pubs all day. It's midnight and I'm coming into another pub. What were you expecting from me? I've not been down in the 100-acre wood with Winnie and friends, have I? I've been drinking all day down Spoonsies, and now I'm at the only pub that's open in this area because that's why you're open. Why do you think this pub is open right now? And considering 7 in in 10 pubs are going to close this winter because of the energy crisis, maybe it's good that I come in and buy a couple of drinks for £9 a pop of my own money. No, yeah. you're too drunk mate, you can't come in. How am I How? H- how in what way? What's your barometer for too drunk? Cuz that guy over there's vomiting on his shoes and you've let him in, haven't you, you dick? <laughs> and that's basically the guy that was with your the Bammieing yesterday.
1: You can't come in.
0: Oh, in the when I first started going out and society was very different 20 years ago, yeah. right? When you're in your track We had a pub yeah. We had a pub in Hornchurch uh, where I grew up called it was a kind of a, it was a Lloyds Weatherstone, it's on a roundabout. And everyone from our college used to go there. And these are fantastic days, the greatest days ever, right? If you're, if you're that age now, uh, oh, cherish it because you used to be yeah. able to go into bars and you knew everybody. Yeah. I had a period when, I, from 17 to like 22 where I just assumed that's what it was like. Like I would always go into a bar or a restaurant, either in Brighton or in Essex. And I just knew everybody. And it would be mm-hmm. like... They're being good fellows. Where you're like, "Hey, hey, yeah. it's you. What, what's going on, man?" Or someone set a table for Cheers. you. Yeah, you were normal. Yes, Cheers. Yes, kind of, yeah. kind of. But it was yeah. always like that, and it's just not like that now in yeah. in any way. It's, it's so much. It's so different, but it's basically worse. And in those days, if you couldn't get into that bar with everyone, it was like it's over. The night's over. And I used we used to have this just just utter atrocious bouncer who he still lives in my area. So when I see him in the streets, I still tell him what I think of him. I don't <laughs> care that he didn't earn a great deal of money. He ruined a lot of days for me. Um, you'd go to the bar and it'd be like, yeah, no trainers, mate because trainers now you can wear anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. But in those days, trainers were like you know, it's like are you're, you're a garbage passer. Gotta have dress so, shoes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so you'd be like, "What are you talking about? These are like I only really have ever worn like Air Force Ones, okay? So I've always put my pair of I Air didn't Force Ones. that you're an Air Force smart warrior? trainers, okay. smart trainers, good trainers, fit well, all that sort of stuff, right? Check Go with the everything. Box. Yeah. So I've got these on. I'm, I'm saying to him, look, these these are like these are, I've saved these for best. <laughs>
1: I've
0: saved these trainers for best. These, these and be this, best. I mean, this is best mum said save them for best and so i've saved them for best and i'm wearing my best trainers and he's like no you can't come in and then some utter fat loser comes in in like square tip train square tip shoes or even worse some kid with like triangular winkle pickers despicable shoes <laughs> winkle pickers. and just the worst <laughs> shoes terrible shoes so, yeah. you know and so i mean i only pretty much wear shoes now if i'm out or whatever but I used to have to and I've had to do this a few times because they wouldn't all do it It which is this one complete like one of those utter dicks who like is they work on the security at the front of the building act like they own the building Yeah, yeah, you know just no good bad people you're here for my protection not my prevention Yeah, right and I I had to do this a few times you walk walk away from the pub across the road to like a shop and I would just buy the crappiest pair of shoes there was a Clark's shoe shop and from the sale rack outside, I had spent like a tenner buying the worst pair of shoes you've ever seen in your life, right? And this is one of the stories that happened to me. I went over and bought the shoes, and sometimes you'd get in. But one time I went over and bought this terrible pair of shoes, I about five six times, but it was awful pair of shoes. Went to the bar, uh, and I was like, right, all right, I've got the shoes on now. Am I right to come in? And he was like, no, mate, you can't carry a carrier bag in here. Because <laughs> you've got to keep Because I had space. a carrier bag with the <laughs> shoes in yeah so the trainers he made me take off i went and bought some shoes so i could wear them in and i carried a carrier bag with the trainers in which were much nicer than the shoes but he wouldn't let me in because i was carrying a carrier bag with the trainers in
1: that's josh for you what do you
0: expect when you're dealing with josh and this is the guy who was with the Bama Yang yesterday (laughs) josh anyway to bring it back do we have time for a tim tippet we got time let's do it
2: It's tidbits, tidbits, one final one. Here is Tim. I always hate when you bring me on after an incredible story because I just have Mm. nothing to follow up with um, (laughs) on that. But we were talking about commentators earlier today. If you haven't heard the news, Ray Hudson is back calling games on CBS. He's going to be calling Champions League games, starting with PSG Juventus on Tuesday. He'll be on the football show the day after as well. To recap it, and I thought, you know, we talk about commentators and our favorite ones and, and pronunciations a lot and mm-hmm. how to how to call people certain things. You know, we have Derek Ray, the master pronunciations on this program all the time. And so this is a bit old. This is probably from last week. Uh, but this is Jordan P. Fock or Jordan Sibichu. Uh, the oh, U.S. No. men's national team striker, <laughs> and this is the debate: What yeah. do you call him? What do you do? You call him Jordan Cibatu? Oh, no. Do you call him Jordan Pifok? I just you... hope he retires early because I hate this conversation. Use all the names. <laughs> well, Jordan Pefock himself addressed this. He went out and tweeted. Oh. This is this is from late August. He tweeted Cibatu. P-Fock, laughing emoji. My name is Theosun Jordan Sibichu. My friends call me Jordy, and my best friend is my mom. That's why I play with P-Fock, which is uh, her name, or her mother, or his mother's maiden name, or Jordan because she gave me this name, and I couldn't put P-Fock. It's easier to say Pfok than Sibichu, so now it's up to you. So Jordan oh, P-Fock no. is basically saying, "I knew, I knew this would piss off Tom." He's basically <sighs> saying, "It is up to you. You can call me whatever you want." No,
1: yeah, no. No. no, no. I'm. Uh, I so I saw this tweet. So I, I saw that. And, and, and when this all started, Sibichu, PFOC, all that, I just started saying both of them Jordan Fox, Sibichu, or Jordan Sibichu, PFOC. Because. Well, at, you gave the way... full
0: title like he was arriving at the ambassador's because, party.
1: Because, because he's, you know, the, when you look at all the, all the sites, and even from U.S. soccer, what's on the back of his name doesn't always match up with what's on the official oh, roster. Awesome. So my whole thing was okay, but here's a tweet. This is great. I read the tweet, I'm even more confused. I'm even more confused. I, I, I told you this I told you this story one time. We had a kid named Sebastian Velasquez. Played for Real Salt mm-hmm. Lake. was from Colombian descent. When I went to him, I was like, hey, there's a little bit of, of, of controversy. Like, just clarity. Is it Velasquez or Velasquez? He said, Velasquez. I said, no problem. So I started calling him Velasquez. All of a sudden, I start getting all these people tweeting at me. It's Velasquez, you idiot. And I'm like, well, per <laughs> the player, it's Velasquez. And yes. then sure enough, later someone asked him on Twitter, and he was like, yeah, it's Velasquez. And I go up to him after. I'm oh. like, you Dick, what are you doing yeah. to me? You're what the you one sorry, that told Jim? me it was Velasquez. So, yeah, th- this say? whole thing. What did he say? He's like, I know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I was like, but it oh. does matter. We want, we want to make sure we're threats. trying to. Yeah, we're trying to get it correctly. So, like, I don't want to be dumb, Seth. I want, I'd rather be done, Seth. So just, yeah. uh, you know, give give us give us a little bit of help. So this one's even more confusing. I, hate it. I hate just it. What, what do you want? What, but you Look, know what I mean, bugs just... me the most? is like the Pulisic. Like oh, no, it's Pulisic. the Pulisic or Pulisic, Pulisic. Like all, it's Polisic. There's a lot of itches.
0: There's tell your buddies. Itches.
1: Tell your buddies over there in England. I,
0: do you know, I I, oh, I I can't tell. I can't tell you this on air. This conversation has been had, and then when it was said <laughs> incorrectly, I threw something so hard at a wall. Uh, it was so frustrating. I did just, you put honestly, a hole in it? Uh, yes, I did. It did cost the company a lot of money. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Um, I will just say, I'll just say really briefly, don't do that, whatever your name is, centre-forward bloke. Don't do not do it. Don't. Tell us what your name is, because the thing is, I'm not as earnest as some commentators are. I want to get your name right. It's your family name. I want to be respectful of it, but also I'm not going to switch languages mid-sentence. I'm not multilingual. I don't think it's necessary, um, but I, I, will, I will certainly do my best to get my, my your name as respectful as possible. But if you're going to tell me different names... Then I just feel like you're being disrespectful to me at this point. Jordan. And you're you're a you're a multi-millionaire footballer. My job is to be respectful to you, and you don't want me to do that. You know, it. I just I, I was going to do a tortured analogy there about like you know if I'm going to be respectful to you, about, I'm taking your daughter out for dinner, so I'll be oh respectful boy. to you and get her home at eleven. Oh but boy. instead of but then I'm going to borrow your car to take her. But you like instead don't put any petrol in the car. That's basically what this is, essentially. You're not putting petrol in the car so I can date your daughter. So when we don't get home on time, yeah, don't Josh. blame me. Week in the Tackle is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Want more Grumpy Pundits? Listen weekdays from 9 to noon Eastern on SiriusXM FC, Channel 157, and on the SXM app.